welcome to Day One Patch, episode 264. That's a lot of episodes, Matt Lawrence. Yeah, it is. Uh, 64. Yeah. It's a number I enjoy, actually. I don't 64 know why. is a number you enjoy. I don't, I don't know why. Just ever since I was young, like in elementary school, I've liked the number 64. That's weird. Yeah. Did you upload these show notes? I'm trying to find them. Should be. I don't know how to I use got... the new the new uh, fangled oh my God. user yeah, interface. They're trying to make it simple by like putting your, like, your most, like what they think you would want to access at the front there. Why do I have two maps of London? <laughs> just go like, to the, just go to the file what list. What the hell is going on here? And then find day one patch. Uh, I'm your host Ryan Johnson. That's Matt Lawrence over there. Yeah, it is. Adrian was gone. Yeah, I ran him over on the way here. <laughs> 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 I found I found him specifically trying to like change his tire because he had a oh, flat. No. And then oh I, no! I just did like the the GTA and just like bumped boom him, bumped him into his car. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. All right, some of the top stories this week. Uh, pretty good week actually. A lot of good news. Um, Bungie wants to release a new non-Destiny game by 2025. Um, we got some... I don't know if this is new or not, but we have pre-order uh, stuff for Google Stadia Founders Edition, including the price and then what you get for it. And we got Canadian pricing for that as well. Um, we also have some uh, United Nations Environment pr- Program that both Sony and Microsoft are, are, are a part of, and that the... Uh, and Xbox is going to be carbon neutral, according to Microsoft. I'm talking, right. little, talk a little bit about that. Um, PlayStation 4 crossplay finally out of beta and now accessible to all uh, developers, I guess. And then also, um, uh, what's his name? Sean Layden, leaving, leaving Sony. With a bit of sketchiness too, right? Well, there's some questions for sure. There's some some big ones. I haven't seen any more evidence of sketchiness. I'm but gonna add to the, I'm gonna add a conspiracy theory. Tonight. It's more it's more the lack of detail. Yeah, that is questionable. It wasn't a press release, and like he wasn't tagged in it on Twitter, even though he has a Twitter that's active. And he didn't tweet about he it. He right? didn't say anything about what he's doing or where he's going or saying goodbye or anything like that. And it, yeah, it wasn't like as if like, hey, I had a really great time and I'm leaving because I like want to do this now. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll talk about that. A bit. Oh yeah, get the <laughs> get the grease going. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to. Grease wanna, that train. I don't want to fan the flames because we have no information, really. I'm setting that fire. Actually, we're not fanning <laughs> the flames. I'm the one setting the fire. Well, I sent you that tweet from Greg, Greg Miller where he was he was yeah, talking about. It's scary, right? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. fucked up. But anyway, um, so what are, you, what are you playing, Matt? What's new? I'm literally taking a drink a drink of this. You're taking a drink of tea. I was gonna pass it back to you. I was gonna take a drink of this coffee. Now I was gonna, the host. I asked the question. And I took my drink. I almost took a drink again. Damn it! <laughs> I'm putting this down. <laughs> um, the question is what I'm playing. So I'm back to I'm back to Far Cry Five actually. So Marty was trying to play them in reverse. So he did New Dawn and then Far Cry Five and now. Which is odd. Which is odd. <laughs> and a big spoiler. It's because like we were playing New Dawn, and he was like, "I want. I haven't done any of them." And he bought five and New Dawn for pretty when, decent prices. Yeah. When New Dawn like released, because it was on the five was on sale. Yeah. And so he like he wanted to play with us, so he just do did New Dawn first, mm-hmm. and um, so now he's back to five, and he he seems to be really enjoying it. Like, and his one controller is broken on both games. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, he found a support article on Ubisoft, and it says that the connector gets old, and please use another controller. So what? What that? What the problem is there for the listeners? But is he that hasn't noticed it on any other game, right? No, that's the weird thing. So like, he presses the gas down all the way, the right trigger, and it doesn't go full speed. It goes like quarter speed or something. Mm-hmm. It goes slower. And then um, he found a support article that said it, like the connectors can get worn out, and you have to just buy another controller, like use a different one. What we think, what I estimate it is, is like most games will t- will like detect like oh, if it's ninety percent compressed, just apply a hundred. Like, they're not so fine, whereas maybe Far Cry is like, no, it has to be compressed. But I wonder way. if he doesn't play a lot of games where he's driving. That too. It doesn't need that kind of gradient of control when driving. That, if you're playing too. a shooter, you don't need to semi-press the trigger, you know? No, and he said that he does have the, os- the odd, like, missed shot in uh, Okay, so he is seeing some So the stuff. connector's kind of fucked. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, good enough for, I guess, just... Is that his Batman controller that's broken? I'm not sure. Because that would suck. Well, I mean, that's just age. Like, this is getting, it's, it's mechanical. It's getting old. Like. Yeah. I regret not buying two of the uh, anniversary edition DualShocks. Is that thing going now? It's not, it's, it's, it's my longest lasting controller I've had. But sometimes I notice that the, you get a little bit of drift with the left stick. With the stick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah anything mechanical that moves a lot is going to start. I wish to I go. bought two of them. That's real sad. Yeah. You could probably find the old new stock in there somewhere. It's going to oh. be expensive, though, because those, oh, yeah. those were above price to begin with. Anyway. Oh, fuck. Continue, man. Yeah, well, yeah, so we've been playing Far Cry 5, uh, doing quite a bit of it, actually. Like, 
well over 10 hours in, I'd say. Um, we did it. We we played pretty late last night. Like, we got home from watching The Jokers. We all saw The Joker mm-hmm. movie. And then uh, we, Marty and I jumped online, and we were online at about 5.30 or 6 a.m. or something like that. It was really late <laughs> or early, depending on how you how you invert that. But so, he's kind of used to that, though, because his job is him staying up later. Yeah, and, and I... I'm used to like playing for a few hours and what had happened was like I played for a few hours and then was like, oh shit, we started late. So it's <laughs> like, well, it's five in the morning now. That's good. Um, but yeah, so th- that's what I've been doing. Um, what else? Have I been doing anything else? Anything? For- oh, we've been playing a lot of Red Dead. Mm-hmm. Red Dead Online. Uh, you bought the Battle Pass. Bought the or whatever Outlaw they call pass, it. Outlaw Pass. Bought the Outlaw Pass. So I- identical to the Battle Pass. <laughs> it's like, it's like the, the first time purchase of gold bars on PlayStation or I don't know whether it's because of the Ultimate Edition or whatever it is, but there was a first-time buyer's thing where I got 25 gold bars for cheaper. I, I, like, I think it's a first-time thing, yeah. First-time thing, okay. Yeah. So, so I got it for six ninety-nine, I think, Canadian. And then what I did was I had earned a bunch of gold, like maybe 18 or 19. So And I was also level 50-something in the past already because you can earn free levels. So I then bought the 25-pack, purchased the pass. The pass has gold bar rewards. It bumped me all the way up past 22 I used the 22 to buy the collector, uh, the collector's, uh, what do you call it, the collector bag, I think. So mm. you can become a, an official quote-unquote collector, and you can actually buy and sell the maps and stuff. Yeah. So I bought the collector bag for that. And then as I kept leveling up, I then got to 33, almost 34 gold bars. The, the battle pass is 35, or this one was 35 gold bars. So now we've played a little bit. Now I'm over 35. So now I'm going to save my gold. And if there's another battle pass in November, I'm going to be able to buy it for free. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to get my money back again. Mm-hmm. And it's really easy to get through. Like, I got, like, I, I um, Aaron went offline the one day. Like, he went to bed. And I was like, oh, I got a couple hours. I'll just keep playing. And I, I that's when I did the buying thing. Like, I bought a bunch of stuff. And then I was just like, I'm just going to go do bounties. And I got, like, 10 or 12 levels. Just from bounties. Just from bounties. And, like, yeah. it wasn't I wasn't on for long, mm-hmm. a couple hours. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you – and, and th- this thing ends in November. So, like, we still have, in terms of a timed event, like, it's really kind of not. Right. Like, we just ripped right through it. So. But it's still in beta, right? And so they're still working through things. I don't think things. it is. You guys keep saying it is. I think it's out of beta. Uh, I think you, I think you are right, because I said I didn't want to come back to it until it was out of beta. I'm pretty sure it's out of beta. And I'm I do, fairly I do, I do recall something in the back of my brain saying it's out of beta. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure 1.0 launched. But, I don't know, it, it seems to be, you uh, you don't like the traveling. Well, the, it's just a big old map. It's a big fucking map. Like in in GTA, that's a big map too. Um, but you have a car, mm-hmm. or a helicopter, or a, a plane, or you can get across that map pretty quickly. Yeah. But when you're on a horse, most most of my game is riding from one place to the next. Yep. Yep. And it's it's ludicrously long. I. And it was okay. I, it was like okay it. in the campaign because the the story kind of takes you through different areas. You don't really have to go all the way out west. In the campaign, no, yeah. so so I'm just getting a little frustrated with that. Yeah, there was like there were like full biomes I didn't discover until the campaign took me there. Like I'd be like, oh shit, there's actually a swamp here, you know. And delivering like your the stuff from your camp when you gotta go on those like carriage runs yeah. or whatever, it takes you so long. It'd be exciting if people were actually trying to steal your stuff and you had to fight them off. But I think but that doesn't happen. It's players so, are so like, good that they would. One got what we did get attacked once, one well, time. They they should at least put NPCs attacking you too. Then they just make it more exciting delivering those goods rather than just, you know. Yeah, there's only ever like NPC attacks at the end where you like fight at the mm-hmm. at the thing. I don't. I I still like being in the world. Like that's my main thing with this. Like I went up into the mountains the other day, and I went like ripping around, and you can like go meet like Sadie Adler and her like husband, mm-hmm. and you can meet like a couple of people up there. So I still like being just being in the world because like when you're up in those mountains, like oh, wait, is, they, this, is this before the game takes place? Yeah. So you you will go see Sadie before she's like become before a, she becomes a cow, one part of the gang. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, she. Um, there's someone else up there. I can't remember, but like one of the, that's uh, that was that's one of my favorite areas because like when you're up there, you're like Jesus. Like I'm up here. <laughs> like if I get in trouble, like my horse dies or something, like I'm in trouble. Mm-hmm. What there's nothing up, there's nothing up here. There's no towns. There's not there's jack shit up here. Like mm-hmm. so, yeah. I just like being in the world, so I'm fine with just riding around. I don't like that damn. I hate how the game, and I don't know what it is. I find that we keep being pulled over to the 
the first world's game, like near Blackwater and stuff, and Armadillo and Tumbleweed, yeah. I find that we keep being pulled over there by missions and stuff, and then we get left there. And it's not, there's and rarely, and I don't know whether this is just luck of the draw, rarely do we seem to be able to find missions to bring us back. Like every single time we go, even all the way to St. Denis, it's like, we're in St. Denis, I'm like, great, we're going to be playing in the swamp and stuff like that. <laughs> a little bit of a variety. Nope, got to go way out down yeah. there into Blackwater, then, then Blackwater to Tumbleweed. And we're way out in Tumbleweed now, and Tumbleweed's a shithole even in the first game. I wonder if because they just have so much unused land out there that it's like, oh, we have these this new bounty. Like, go out they, here. They, they need a camp. We'll put it out here. It's in, like, in damn the, it. In, like, I don't want to go out there. Like, yeah. It's really boring. It's and, really and boring. Dull. And I, I'm never in Valentine. Like, Valentine's like a rarity in the, in, in yeah. the multiplayer. It, mm-hmm. ah. <laughs> I hate Blackwater 2 now. They're too much. What are you doing? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Too much. Um, I'm 120, what's it? 121 hours, I think, um, into the game. And I, I, I've completed the Legend of the First Blade DLC, which is three missions. It's like three main big, or three, three episodes. Okay. With missions in it. I completed that. That wasn't too great. Um, it was kind of cheesy. Uh... I don't think it doesn't ever, it force you to have a kid? Yeah, which was a controversy. Um, like in the in the player verse. Well, because like the the game, like the campaign, you're allowed to be with whoever you want to be. You could be with a man or a woman. With, but you don't really have long standing relationships. It's just like you can, you can flirt with someone and then like sleep with them. And that's it. And that was it. Um, but some people might identify their character as 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 gay or whatever, right? But the 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 DLC makes your character straight. And it forces you into a straight relationship, but it's for the story that they wanted to tell. So I, right. I, I wasn't too upset with it because, like, to have that same kind of dynamic, they kind of needed. Like, does to the tell kids play a big part? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, they needed that to happen. Um, but, but overall, I didn't. I didn't care much for the the Legend of the First Blade stuff. Um, but the the second part, the Fate of Atlantis stuff, is really cool. And each episode is in a different world. First episode's in Elysium. Second is in, in the underworld. And third is in Atlantis. Cool. Um, and you meet all these different gods and stuff. And I was kicking Hades' ass, and it was fun. And we were we were discussing too that like Atlantis appears to be that city that's in that small clip you can unlock in the first game, yeah. like AC one. Mm-hmm. And then you've you've seen the apple a whole bunch. Yeah. And then we think that the <clears throat> gods are the alien beings, the precursors, as it's referred to in the rest of the series. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. My only complaint about these, like the worlds they created for each episode are are beautiful and fantastic but they're hard to to traverse and that's my big complaint about it they're hard to traverse in elysium you have these nice big fields you can you can call it your horse and and ride through them and stuff and easily get to town to town there's fast travel points obviously right but in elysium there's everything that's important is up on these mountains and it's Mm -hmm. not like they're gradual mountains that you can just ride up or whatever they're like straight Cliffs, ninety, like you, like 90 you degree angles. These damn things. You have to scale them, and they do have these teleporters that can get you from the bottom to the top. But you have to ride around the whole mountain to get to them if you want to do it. And I'm, at that point, I'm just like, I'm just going to climb this thing. So it's just and, that, and, that that sucks. And all three of them were kind of like that. Um, and it's Atlantis is the hardest to traverse because there's like an inner ring of city, and then there's like a bunch of water, and then there's this outer ring of a city. And there's like there's a few bridges going across to connect them, and it's just it's just really annoying to to get around in these in these expansions. Now you were you were saying when you started the game that there was some sort of thing where it asked you about like how you wanted to discover the world, like with a mini map or something. On the missions, um, how do you how do you want to? You can either have the mission tell you exactly where to go, okay, or the mission will say you can f- find it using these clues. And that's what I chose. They said it's meant to be played that way. So is it a pain in the ass more because of the clue thing and the scaling? Like, have you ever climbed up and been like, fuck, that clue actually meant that it was down here? No. Because um, most of the time, the clues are pointing to a, a, a location that is marked on the map. If you haven't been to that location, it'll be a question mark. Okay. So you know there's something of interest there. You just haven't discovered it yet. Okay. So if let, let's say like on the map, it's like, oh, it's in the southern part of Athens um, in this district. You know, um, he's he's in like a palace. Okay. But let's say I haven't been to that district. There will be like a few question marks there. And but okay, I'm gonna check this question mark. And if I go to that question mark, it turns out to be a palace. 
and they will say, oh, you can use Icaros to discover your target. That's all it is. So it's, it's a little, it's a little uh, more difficult, but it's not like a pain in the ass. Okay. Yeah. So you like you didn't ever just like think you should change it back. I never turned it back on. No. Okay. No. So then there's like a really hard one, isn't there? Where it's like there's nothing or something. Or is there I don't. Not I don't know about that. Okay. Or maybe that the thing I'm thinking of is the, like the way you're playing it. Yeah. But they did get rid of the mini map, uh, I believe, in this game, or maybe even in Origins. I think they did too. Interesting. Well. That makes sense because, like, like speaking of Red Dead, let's say, like, I'm just looking at the map the whole damn time. Well, that's what the, that's what I heard they said that Ubisoft was like doing eye tracking during their gameplay tests and noticed people were constantly looking at the mini map because you don't want to miss a turn; it's a pain in the ass. Especially if you have like a GPS on or some sort, yeah. and you're following a path, you're constantly looking at that map. And so they went to a compass format where you where you you literally do just look at where you're going instead of looking at the compass all the time like you think you would would like like you do with the mini map. You just say, okay, I'm, I'm supposed to be heading in that direction, and then you actually watch the game, and then go in that direction. Interesting. And it allows you to see the world. I wonder how, like, how they would do it with something like Red Dead, because, like, the ultimate user experience, if you would, would be like, okay, if we want to like optimize the GPS, you would have like sort of like the race line that would like take you to where mm-hmm. it is, like sort of a, like having Far Cry, yeah, which is appreciated in Far Cry, but in something like Red Dead, where they're trying to show off the world. It's like, like this might sound stupid, but they spend a lot of time on the mud even mm-hmm. in that game, mm-hmm. and so it's like, do you do they really want to have this big like awkward blue inner clearly an interface line dragging yeah. through the world? Like, how would you? Um, what did it? Uh, Mafia Three did it, didn't they? With the street signs, did it work or did it? Was there a mini map? The street signs got like big, and so it was, it, it it wasn't like you had to like look at the tiny street sign in the in world. Like they got big, and just here you know, oh, I got to turn right there. So it kind of took you out of it a bit. I don't know what what they could do in something like Red Dead or GTA. I just do the compass thing. The compass thing works fine. Now, G- uh, GTA, though, GTA is a little bit... You know what it is, I think? You know what I think the problem is with G- GTA and Red Dead, and maybe it's the same with Assassin's Creed, is this. Is with something like Red Dead, for example, it's kind of hard to traverse with a horse. A horse is, I mean, it, like, like it is in real life. The horse is like a big animal, and it can't go up and down like sheer cliffs, mm-hmm. right? And neither can humans for the most part. So it's like you're at this point where it's like if you make a wrong turn and start going up a cliff, and then you're like, oh, I got to turn around. Like you're going to be – like wouldn't you be constantly looking at that mini map? Like what is making you not look at that mini map, or in this case the compass in, in Odyssey? The compass simply because I know I'm going in the right direction. But when do you, like, so you know, if, if it's north and you're heading north and then you start getting closer, will it not become more accurate and then be like, oh, it's actually north by north, whatever? No, it will always point you to where it's supposed to be. And you just like check it, it, every it, now and then to make sure you're going It north. doesn't change like if, if I'm going down one street and it happens to then the, my objective is to my right. It doesn't, it, it doesn't does, the compass doesn't move and say it's That's now, what to, I thought your, it would it's now do. to your right. It will always say, like, I have to move my camera to see where it is on the compass. And then once I find it on the compass, I head in that direction. And so it's it's actually me finding my way through the world rather than the GPS telling me how to get through the world. I would like to see it. I think you can turn off the minimap in, in Red Dead. I think you can too, yeah. I might want to try that actually because I I, I, do, I do hate having to just like I'm just like looking at the mini map. I'm not looking at the world. Mm-hmm. Like there's been times where Aaron's like whoa or something, and I'm like what? And it's because I'm looking at the mini map, and there's actually a sheer cliff on our <laughs> right, yeah. but I didn't notice it because I'm just watching the mini map. Yeah. So that's what I've been playing. I've been playing a lot of that and Red Dead and Red Dead. Yeah. Too much Odyssey, man. Too much. It's it's literally one of my favorite games. Oh my god. I, I'm amazed by it. Yeah. Oh my god. And it's gotten me a lot into Greek um, history and stuff. I like should start Greek stuff. I feel like I should start Origins. Origins, I didn't play as long. Um, I like Egyptian stuff. There you go. Yeah, like Stargate. So, and that also kind of gets into Roman stuff as well. If okay, like, if you like that too. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You kind of start the game in in Egypt, and then you go to more of like, like Roman Cleopatra's age or something. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the I think Alexandria's in it too, so you can go there and and stuff. So, although there was like a bunch of Alexandrias. He, just, he conquered a bunch, and so he just named cities Alexandria, Alexandria, Alexandria. No, that's so that's so logistically <laughs> stupid. Like, I mean, he wasn't a city planner. It was a couple thousand years ago, Matt. What do you expect? Yeah, he wasn't a city planner. It wasn't like, fuck. <laughs> like, we're going to send mail to Alexandria. Which one? Like Alexander the bad city planner. <laughs> <laughs> Alexandria 2. Uh, speaking of which, though, I don't think I put the story in here, um, but um, Red Dead was finally announced for PC. 
Oh, yeah. Um, For Stadia first and Rockstar launchers? Yes. And then later coming to Steam. That's... I don't get it. What? I don't get it. Tim was mentioning this to me. Why they're pushing out Steam? Well, he didn't... Like, he just mentioned... He just said, said, oh, it's smart because... And I'm paraphrasing here because I'm not reading it right in front of me. But he said it's smart because then it, it... You know, you... You don't dilute the sales, but a little bit of the sales go to Stadia and to uh, Rockstar Launcher, and then Steam comes out later, so then it's not eating all the sales. But, like, is that... Like, I don't understand why someone like Rockstar would care. Like, they didn't do that to the Microsoft Store. They didn't just say, no, CDs only. You know, the discs only, Blu-rays, whatever. And then and then we'll do the digital version. Like, they didn't limit the digital version. And that's it's, being sold in the Microsoft Store. It's because they're trying to force... Uh, valve to change their business practice they're, they're 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 effectively punishing them and saying you'll get the stuff later because we don't agree with how you're paying your developers i'm wondering whether they actually make more money on the indies steam might they might and maybe that's why they don't they haven't budged it's like yeah that, m- that might be true because other companies might <laughs> be like because if, if, if it was a literally a math thing like what well, which it is then they did the math they're like well shit we got to change this at a certain point though they might not get any big triple a game and then that would hurt them there is also a bit of, well, quite a bit of consumer loyalty where some people are just like, oh, it comes out on the, the tr- like, I don't, I don't can't remember the day now, but if it's like, let's just hypothetically say it's November 1st, you'd be like, oh, it comes out on November 1st on, oh, Stadia and that. So I'll wait till November 20th or whatever until it comes out on Steam. Right. That's how I was on PS3 when like Xbox had a bunch of exclusive, timed exclusive stuff. Oh, yeah. It's like, I have a PS3. I don't have an Xbox 360. So that's it. This is, that's just my date. Yeah, that that's your that's your release date. Yeah, yeah. I bet you people do that with Steam. Like, yeah, I'm not not yeah. changing, not changing. So that's it. Probably. Although, um, Ubisoft saw a big uptake in in downloads on their own platform uh, when Division Two came out. Right. Which is weird that people weren't complaining and just did that. Well, because it was it was also on Epic. Right. But more people instead of going to Epic actually went to the Ubisoft. That, that's store. interesting. Yeah. I wonder how much those games, those free games, are bringing people into Epic, or whether it's, they're just there for the free games. Like I keep forgetting to claim and stuff. I don't like know how they're doing it, but they must be t- losing money on it. Well, yeah, they're just pay- like I've, Fortnite. Like they've Fortnite, given, they've like given one me, day of it pays yeah, for these games. Yeah, that's like, true. They've given me hundreds of dollars of free games. Yeah, it's insanity. Yep, because they're trying to get people to adopt that launcher, right? Yeah, and it updates like every other day. It's like ridiculous. Oh my god. Yeah, still wonky though. Still doesn't run too great. I haven't I haven't been in there in a while now. Mm. You have like you have like how many games now? You said hundreds of dollars, but like do you know average like approximately how many games you have? Oh, I don't know, maybe like thirty or something. That's they quite a they bit. gave away that's quite a bit. They gave away all three Batman games and like three like Lego Batman games or something like that. Oh my god! Like that's like that's crazy, you know. That's and it tells lot. you the price it's supposed to be, and it says discounted and then free or whatever, right? So you can see how like the value you're getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like just yesterday, you got like a twenty dollar game, you know. And so it's just like this is crazy. Pretty good, pretty good. But I'm not, not, I'm not playing anything on there though. You should play, you should play your <laughs> I'm Fortnite. Just, I'm just claiming it because I got it. Get your battle pass. Oh, I remember those days. It was stressful. It hurt. It hurt me real bad. I, I do want to know what the, um, uh, the specs are for Red Dead. That is interesting, yeah. and how it's going to look. Yeah, because it looks really good on console, and it looks like obviously slightly worse on online. I'd say, and it still looks real fucking good, mm-hmm. like really good. Yeah, and it doesn't run like crap. No, on the original PlayStation Four. That's right. You're playing on the original yeah. PlayStation Four. Yeah. Like, I mean, I load a little bit slower in. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Although I was listening to a podcast, I think it was Podcast Unlocked, the Xbox podcast on IGN. Sure, and they were talking about how. We're getting a lot of these games now that aren't running too well on current hardware. I would say that that and happened on 360 days. It's because we're reaching the peak. You know, the developers are trying to push more, and the consoles just can't handle it. Because you have um, uh, Control had some frame rate issues. Right. Uh, Borderlands has, has some frame rate issues. And even Link uh, or Zelda um, had had performance issues. That's you not know? good. So there might, <laughs> might need a new Switch eventually, too, now. Well, that something happened to that Zelda game. I'm that, surprised that, that that's got the weirdest out. thing because that's like, so weird. They, it's like they're the ones developing it for their console. You know, why would they release something that doesn't perform as well as as it could? I wonder if they were really behind. Like there was some sort of like yeah, business thing maybe. where it's like you guys are freaking releasing this now. Like this is gold. Get it out of here. Maybe I don't know, but 
I heard something ridiculous. I heard something ridiculous from. Uh, well, I don't. I don't care if he listens to this. I heard something ridiculous from Mike the other day. <laughs> Told me he has trouble playing games, even games like Spider Man, because they're thirty FPS. And I was like, "Well, you were playing it before." And so, as a general thing, not to just pick fun of Mike, I know that people are like that, but it's like, if it's a steady 30 FPS, like, 30 FPS is not bad. No. It's not choppy. I find I only notice when I go between two. Yeah. That makes sense. But if I just sat down and started playing something at 30 FPS, I wouldn't be like, oh, this is disgusting, I can't play this. But if I was playing something at 60, and then started playing something at 30, I'd be like, this feels weird. You know? Yeah. So. That makes sense. Yeah. But I quickly get used to it too. Yeah, it's literally like, oh, this is a little bit slower. And then, like, once you do a mission or two, it's like, well, all right. I don't even get 120, like, why people need 120. It's like, it's super smooth. But you can barely tell that, that 60 is is not smooth. <laughs> you know? Well, the, this has actually been a conversation that's come up in smartphones recently where it's like, for, for whatever reason, the Samsung displays are really good, but they have a lower refresh rate. And mm-hmm. then some of the other phones, like some of the gaming phones out there and such, are, have better refresh rate and they do show the comparison and they one looks like smoother but the thing is is like i don't like you're correct in saying yeah side by side you're like damn that looks good but like i've never been like man this is not a smooth animation on my phone like mm-hmm. i have a note 10 yeah. it's like i what a weird like i don't get it yeah why do people get locked into something like that like if it's super obvious like like coming going from vga to DVI, you can be like, yeah, VGA is grainy. Like that—that's mm-hmm. a fair comparison. But th- this is this is my always my SSD argument actually too. Is people are like, well, this is a faster SSD. I'm like, it's a little bit hard to be faster than instant. <laughs> like I'm not ready on my mouse. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna press this PC and we're gonna go into the C drive. Ready and go. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Because yeah. like it's already instant <laughs> on the SSD. So like, why do I need a faster one? If you're one of those guys that moves files around like a crazy motherfucker, then that that makes sense. But, like, in general use, people are like, that's a faster one. It doesn't matter. That person's not transferring terabyte big files. <laughs> right. like, like, they're not They're not ready on that start menu. Like, okay, get ready for Cortana and Cortana. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. no, no one does that. <laughs> get the hell out of here. It's not, it's not practical. Well, it's crazy, though, that we've gotten to that point where we're now dealing in... Like, nanoseconds. Thing, things beyond human um, observation. It's too quick. It's like, God. Like you can't yeah. you can't be can't go that fast. Like, like a 4K TV is like sitting on my couch is imperceptible. I can't tell I can't see pixels at my couch from the TV. And yet we're going to 8K. They're talking about 16K. Yep. You know. Um same with frame rate. Frame rate's gonna go up until the human eye can't even tell it's a faster frame rate. That's crazy, right? Yeah. And soon everything's just gonna be like perfect. It's gonna look like real life. It's just, oh, whoa. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Here's what I thought about. If we're in a simulation, yeah. This is what we think is the best graphics ever. Yeah. But what if what if real life is better than this? Because we're perceiving. We're not getting raw. We're getting like a JPEG. Mm-hmm. Your eyes are like are like providing us with like a JPEG. Yeah. Uh, that be don't nuts? tell me that. Wouldn't that be better nuts? refresh rate? Because <laughs> like like a, a game like Uncharted looks good. And if they were in that universe, they would think, oh, this is the best anything what if could that, ever look. What if it looks like crap? What real life? What if the real life looks good, <laughs> but the games? If we were to like, if we were to augment our eyes, where we no longer use our eyes, like physical biological eyes, mm-hmm. and we pop in like a Samsung eye or something, like a that can see better than we can, can, like 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 it gives us a raw life, and a a no no like cr- no compression mm. version, like it gives us a raw video file live right. to our head. If right. That makes sense. Maybe the games are going to look like shit because because <laughs> we made them with it's like, oh, that looks good. Yeah, it looks good mm-hmm. to the human eye. Yeah. But then we're going to catch all the blurriness and the little sketchiness and stuff. Well, there's a whole light spectrum to the, that the human eye can't see. Most most of the light spectrum we can't see at all. Uh, we see like a it. tiny fraction of, of, of light. Yeah. So when we someone, you know, what's going to happen is we're going to have augmented eyes in the future and someone's going to die because. There's going to be a malfunction, and they're going to suddenly see all the light, and literally yeah, yeah. like have their brain like explode. <laughs> and here's what I hate: I I don't know what you see. When I when I look at this room, it's like okay, it's it's decently lit, you know, the colors look all right, but I don't know what you see. 
Looks alright. Yeah, but I don't know what your frame of reference is. Yeah, pe- people. There's there's a there's an argument that says there's like a theory. I don't know if it's been proven or whatever, but there's a theory that we all have the same favorite color. Because <laughs> I'm I'm gonna point to my phone case and say this is black. Yeah, and your black could be could be my blue, but this is black to everybody. I I, but I I perceive this as the black that I perceive as black. I understand the premise of that, but I think but the, the different colors have different wavelengths. Yes, and so there is a physical attribute we can give to colors. Yes, and so if 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 that red blanket there is giving off the red wavelength. Then it's red. Then it's red. But the difference is, we don't. I don't know what your brain. Yes, it's it's, it's the perception that, of it. Turns yeah. that wavelength into. Yes. Right. That the, that's the problem where people people have argued that where they're <clears> like, well, I can measure it. It's like, yeah, because it is red. Yeah. But Is your red my blue? Right. And your red and, and that person's red my there's, pink. There's no way you can tell. Now the one piece of evidence you kind of have, and it's like it's kind of skeptical, is that you might say that this this is black, so this is a dark phone color, mm-hmm. phone cover, phone. Phone case, Ahem. a phone case. <laughs> it's not a. It is not like you. You wouldn't say this is bright, right? Like, like hot pink, right? You wouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. So there's like a little bit of a. So the intensity of the color, we can actually tell the difference. Yeah, you can say like this is a, like you could say that this blanket is like a hot color because it's red. Mm-hmm. But you would never say this is a cool color. But if you were taught that way, you would. Ah. Uh... You know what I mean? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no. It all depends on who taught you what was no! what. <laughs> but the brightness you can you can tell. Yes. Like that that light is a brighter light than anything else that's reflecting light in this room. Like like we yeah. we can both agree on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there, there you go. There's one. one but thing. that's just intensity. But yeah. How but much that, are how much are whatever I think is being lit up? Yeah. Maybe that light. Like, maybe blue. that light. Like, nah, this is your blue. That's it. I give up. <laughs> this is your blue. My. This is a phone case cover. <laughs> I think we all see the same though. I freaking hope so. It's freaking weird. Except for colorblind people. Yeah. All right. The top of the stories. Uh, Bungie wants to release a new non-Destiny game by 2025, uh, coming to us by Gamespot. But in an interview, in in a interview with IGN. Uh, Bungie CEO Pete Parsons discussed the developers' plans to become one of industry's best entertainment companies by 2025. Uh, and part of that vision involved not just continuing to redefine Destiny 2, but also establish other franchises. And I quote, So by 2025, we have a pretty specific plan or path uh, to make sure we transform Destiny and that we have other franchises within the marketplace. We need to build our publishing group, uh, but part of our vision is also to become a multi-franchise entertainment company. If Bungie was doing another game, Matt, yeah, what would you like to see them do? They're great at shooters. They've established that. I still want them to do a shooter. You still want it to be the shooter realm? I still want it to be a shooter, but I don't think they should do the shared world thing. Yeah, because like I like the world of Destiny. It's kind of a cool concept. The graphics are good, and yeah, it looks great. I think the tech. I think they need a new writing. I don't know whether it's a new writing team or like they need some sort of shakeup where they're not cutting so much content mm-hmm. like the fact that people are still talking about some like big overhaul in destiny was it destiny 2 yeah in destiny 2 right now it's just like it's outrageous to me it's like what like why was there so little when we played that kind of yeah that felt bad to me because we played the first one and we enjoyed it yeah but it but was then but the there end, wasn't that much the end game was kind of like there's nothing here right and then they're like Fucking oh Fogoth. buy this because we fixed it but please buy it yeah yep and then we're like okay we'll give destiny 2 a chance maybe they learned from their mistakes we did buy the first thing we did. We bought the first expansion pass, which only gave us two pieces of expansion. Then they're like, oh, we've made a mistake this whole time. Here's an overhaul. That was the overhaul. Damn them. And we all thought, okay, yeah. they fixed Destiny 1. We never played it, but the, they, people said they fixed Destiny 1. Yeah. So Destiny 2 comes out, and we're like, okay, since they've learned from the mistakes of the first game, this game's not going to have the same mistakes. And then I felt like I had the same mistakes. We, say, we, we got say, to the yeah. end game, and it was just nothing again. Like strikes and other crap. Yeah. The thing that pissed me pissed me off the, like the b- big time with the first game was like we played it, we bought that first expansion pass and everything, and then they were like, "Oh, like Taken King is coming out," 
um, everything's seventy nine ninety nine. It's like, wait a sec, we paid seventy nine ninety nine, and then we paid for an expansion <laughs> pass, which I can't remember how much it was. I think it was like twenty bucks or 30 twenty bucks. or thirty bucks or something. Yeah. But still, yeah. So we're paying seventy nine nine plus twenty something, and then you come out and you just say, oh, by the way, Taken King is everything, <laughs> and it's seventy nine ninety nine. And even that one guy asked, remember, like that one interviewer, like mm-hmm. asked in one of the show off. Like, I don't know if it was E three or where the hell it was. And remember, the guy's like, we think this is like the value that it is. It's like, so what happened? So like, wh- what do you mean that's the value? Like that doesn't make <laughs> mathematically that yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah, we got screwed over. Got screwed over. Yeah, got hurt, and then didn't buy the Taken King. Uh, yeah, I'm buying Taken King yeah. after that. You want to shove me aside? I'll stay on the sideline then. But Matt, here's the bigger question: Don't you point that Apple pencil at me? Are you gonna get Google Stadia Founders Edition? No. Let me tell you what it comes with here. Here we go. So first of all, 130 American. Okay. 170 Canadian. 100. Okay. 130 dollars. Yeah, American. Uh, this, is, this, this is for the founders edition, but let me tell you what it comes. Okay, with. yeah, okay, yeah, let's, let's, Limit, let's limited edition, limited edition night blue controller. Okay, that's the Wi-Fi controller that can like just work with any device. Okay, a Chromecast Ultra. All right, uh, okay, the, okay, the 4K, here we go. Four K one. Here we go. Here we go. A three month subscription to Stadia Pro Service. I think that gives you like a handful of like free games and stuff. It's like kind of like Game Pass, kind of something like that. Yeah, but you still have you still have to buy other games <laughs> yeah. on top of that. Um, first dibs on your Stadia name. That's important to someone. What do like you mean you? first dibs? What if what if two founders and that's not yeah. first dibs? <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> then you gotta fight to the death. Over. Should be called early dibs. Early dibs. Yeah. <laughs> and a three month buddy pass to Stadia Pro for a friend. How much? How long? Three month. Three month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. You're out. I'm out. Yep. I think I'm going. I think I'm going full Microsoft. They 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 have a good value for sure. Because like I just buy one one thing and just have a PC and an Xbox, and, and they got the XCloud thing, I guess, for streaming coming out. Like that's the thing. Like, and then if I don't want streaming, like I'm sure they're smart enough to be like, yeah, just download it. Yeah. And a part of this whole war, Sony just lowered the price of PlayStation Now big time too, and is adding big big games like uh, God of War. Interesting, eh? Yeah. Pretty good. Can you download God of War? Is that one of those downloadable ones? That I don't know about, but you can play it on your PC. What? You can stream PlayStation Now to your oh. PC. Wait, without a PlayStation 4? Yeah, if you just have a PlayStation Now um, subscription. Can you download it to the PlayStation 4? Uh, can, sorry, can you download it I to don't the think PC? So. I no. Don't think so. Okay. Because it's not, it's not meant to run on normal PC, PC hardware. I got you. Okay. Right, so. Interesting. Getting there. So they're fighting back now. They're fighting back now. Um, I still think they need a bigger marketing push to revitalize PlayStation Now. It's always been in the background. No one cares about it. Everyone talks about Game Pass yeah. being such a great thing. PlayStation Now, you can download games. Um, it's a s- subscription. They're adding big titles now. But it doesn't feel like it has the same presence as, as Game Pass. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And so I think, th- I think they need to work out maybe in the PS5 marketing to make it seem more worthy, you know? I would say that I would say that this is a, good, a step in the right direction. But I, I, if I were them, I would have saved up a few announcements because I assume there's going to be a couple other steps mm-hmm. and then announced more because this is essentially, like I understand they're adding some games, but they they did that over time anyway. Yeah. This is more or less just a price drop announcement. And I kind of think they should have been like a bit of a bigger announcement. If if they're trying to make strides, yeah. they should make a stride on a couple steps. I do think there are a lot more games on PlayStation Now, though. But not all of them are downloadable like Game Pass. Yes, that's right. I've seen that. Yeah. Where like it says you, you can kind of like with Netflix, you can like select what 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 movies or whatever are downloadable. Yeah. yeah. So in uh, some more environmental news, actually, environmental uh, the, news. The next gen consoles are supposed to be a little more environmentally friendly. You're using that clean coal. No. <laughs> <laughs> all caps exclamation mark. That's it. <laughs> so the Xbox is going to be the first carbon neutral game console. But they're doing it with a test program, and I think they're making like 825,000 consoles they're going to say are carbon neutral. That's their test program. Um, but this comes to us from GameSpot. Uh, what video the game, hell is going on? Video game companies are rallying together to try to save the planet. The United Nations Environment Program has announced a new Playing for the Planet alliance, which sees 21 major game companies, including Sony and Microsoft, work together to share, the, share best practices for becoming more environmentally friendly. In total, the efforts undertaken by the 21 game companies is estimated to result in a 30 million ton reduction of CO2 emissions by 2030. Additionally, millions of trees will be planted, uh, while game companies will enact practices to better, uh, to do better in the areas of energy management, packaging, and device recycling. I believe what Sony is doing is, um, right now, there's a lot of waste 
wasted energy in keeping your consoles in standby. Okay. And they're going to reduce how much power that takes. And so that, that'll that be a good thing. And they said, like, if only, like, a million people turn that feature on, it will save, like, a bunch of uh, uh, power. Interesting. Yeah. But the, 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 the carbon-neutral Xbox, I'm not sure what exactly they're going to be doing for that. Probably all recyclable material, I would assume. I assume. Well, when you say carbon-neutral, you can achieve that with offsets. So, like, planting trees to offset the carbon that's produced by building an Xbox. Oh, I got you. Yeah, doesn't yeah. mean necessarily you're only using, you know... Otherwise, then it's carbon-free. Emissions. Well, carbon-emission-free, I guess. Well, carbon-neutral. That's, that's the word for it. No, no, what I'm you're saying not, is you're, like, not, you're not adding more no, carbon if, to the if planet. If there's no positives and no negatives, you just don't ever emit emissions, yeah. then it would just be carbon emission-free. The reason why they're using carbon neutral is what you're saying. Emission, I'm, I'm emissions are, yeah, emissions are put out by the production of it. But then they're adding a positive. taking emissions out yeah. by planting trees or doing whatever they do. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think this is interesting. Uh, Microsoft, actually, their business operations have been carbon neutral since 2012. So they've been they've been working on that. Um, what's weird is Nintendo's not in this. I wonder if they're just not at the scale. Potentially, um, like, like the they Switch, do. Like the Switch might not be like producing as much. They do have their own like uh, environmental program in their own company. Okay. And so they are making some strides in that direction, but uh, but yeah, they weren't they weren't part of this. You know what? You know what these <laughs> tech companies should do. They should make and this would be like a tourist attraction. They should all like bound like the like Google, Microsoft, and whoever Samsung or somebody, Apple maybe if they would play nice and well, Apple's all, all their all their stores and and um, offices are completely uh, renewable energy. No, but but like what they should do is they should all come together and engineer a massive facility for like carbon capture. Oh yeah, but like make it cool to make it a tourist attraction, and then just sell merch at the place built out of carbon nanotubes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome, right? <laughs> like, like etch etch the word Microsoft into your, and then and then the little mini Johnny Ive can come oh, out yeah. and announce it. Like these are carbon tubes. <laughs> Dramatic pause. Well, what I like about this is this is an alliance, and it says they're going to share practices on how to be be more environmentally friendly. I think that's a unique business practice for competing companies to actually work together on a goal that really doesn't, you know, it's not going to boost sales of anyone in particular. Yeah. But it's going to help them. They're both all their images publicly across the board and help the planet. So I think it's a unique uh, uh, thing to partake in. I I got a question. Mm-hmm. I got a question about this. Do you remember? I don't want to get into politics. Do you do you remember <laughs> that somebody sent? It was something something this week. A story this week in one of our group chats where they said they wanted to tax tech companies to get something. Uh, UBI. They want a universal basic Toronto? income, <laughs> and they wanted. And one of the things was, I'm, I'm and I'm paraphrasing. I'm just taking a piece of it that I remember. Uh, that there was some sort of they somewhere in the world they wanted they support UBI and the, and like in that vote they the people like agreed to the suggestion that they should tax tech companies to do it. Now tech companies, though, admittedly, with the exception of like data, aren't really all that evil. They don't really lie to us too much like there's exceptions of course but it's like microsoft isn't taking pictures of us as far as we know like with a, with our webcams and like selling that for nefarious reasons and stuff like that and they're doing these like carbon like they're doing this type <laughs> of emission stuff right. now they're doing this as far as i know for no reason other than to like help the planet so and why it's, would it's you good pr too it's good pr of course yeah. but like like the kind of double-edged sword there, but like yeah. it, it's one of those things where if you tax them, like if you, which is essentially a punishment, just because they're doing well, if I were Microsoft, I'd be like, okay, fire up the diesel generators. Like not trying to sound like a prick or anything to kill the planet, but like you can't expect a company to be like, spend extra money on like helping the planet, provide a bunch of services that are for the, actually for the most part free, like outlook.com and stuff like that for email and whatever. Uh, you know, provide all this accessible stuff, have accessible controllers that are affordable for, you know, people that have disabilities and whatever. Um, but you make a bunch of money, fuck you, you can pay more. It's like, uh, excuse me? I think at a certain point, um, it's, it's less about punishing them and more about how do we sustain a population. And the UBI thing, the whole point of that is that we are soon going to run out of jobs. I don't think soon, but yeah, continue. Well, I, I'm talking in terms of human history okay we're going to run out of jobs because 
automation in manufacturing is going to displace millions of jobs worldwide. Like the blue collars are probably going to go first. Yeah. Depending yeah. on how, depending on its skilled labor or whatever. Yeah. But like the janitors are going to go. And so, the, and then yeah. like, the, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The concern is that there's going to be millions of jobs lost and you have millions of people with no money because they don't have any income anymore. And so UBI is to give them a basic stipend of money to simply sustain their lives. I, I, I don't, I'm not so, saying I'm against UBI, to be clear. So to pay for that, yeah. you would tax automation. Not tax the company just because they're a company, but you tax automation. Right. And then that, that goes to pay for UBI. Tar- and targeting tech companies it, is, it, is a stupid idea, though. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't target anyone in particular. Because, especially the company that is, like, not being evil. <laughs> Like Google, why you just be like, hey, you're you're rich. It's like, yeah, but like you know, I got this big carbon capture no, thing. That, like, I'm doing all this crap. Yeah, that's and not, then they're just like, you know what? The hell with you. Like, yeah, that's not good. But Google's a little shady. There's Facebook. Uh, there's is, exceptions to every Facebook rule. Facebook is definitely shady. I don't. Th- okay, one second here. I got to think about Facebook, and I haven't done. I haven't done my research. Like, mm-hmm. I haven't done like a full case study on this. I think Facebook is just going too fast. Well, all I these, think they're I think, losing control and they have too many users. I think that's the thing with all these social media companies is that we jumped into it headfirst without... And you, no one can predict these things, It's a new right? invention. Exactly. I don't think Facebook was like, let's screw over everybody. Like, right. <laughs> like. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the, the Facebook Analytica stuff, or the Cambridge Analytica stuff, that was pretty shady. I don't really remember that. I remember that name. That was where, like, I, I don't know. I don't, oh, I, it's, it's the associative, like, apps, right? Where it's like, you have an app, and then it, like, associates with your, like... I don't know how much f- Facebook was actually involved in that. I think it was all just Cambridge Analytica. I don't know. Um, I didn't follow that one too closely, but that was pretty messed up, actually. And then there's stuff like Google. They're being sued for going, bypassing Safari's privacy protections. You know, that, stuff of like course. that is bad. That's bad. Stuff like that is bad, yeah. Yeah. But no, you shouldn't just tax companies for the sake of taxing yeah, companies. Yeah, like I, I, I don't like the no. idea of being like, ah, tech companies, hell with you. It's like, but yeah, there, there is argument too, though, that these companies aren't paying tax. Amazon's paying zero taxes. Admittedly, though, they're paying zero taxes. But if Amazon, I don't know what they're doing. Let's use Microsoft as an example because we just talked about it. If Microsoft is saving the planet, is that paying taxes? <laughs> like. But, <laughs> like they're not paying monetary dollars to the government so they can build roads, but they also aren't turning on that diesel generator that they could do. Yeah. So are they not paying taxes? Well, that's that's why there's like incentives. <laughs> there's incentives for companies to go green, and the whole part of the whole point of a carbon tax, which most economists say is the least impactful way to reduce emissions, is to if they, if they had to pay more to pollute, right? They will pollute less. Why, why are cigarettes taxed? Because we want people to smoke less. And it works. I get that, but I also disagree with the cigarettes thing. You don't think it should be taxed more? Uh, no, because if it is a free country, you shouldn't be punished for doing something that the government thinks is bad. Like, if you are a person that says, at I'm way, finally getting lung cancer and dying later. If you look at it this way, though, so com- then committing suicide is kind of against the law. It is against the law. So knowing, knowingly taking a drug that's going to kill you, it isn't. It isn't suicide because, technically speaking, genetically, you could live to a hundred. You could live, yes. Yeah. So that's it, not actually killing you. So, like, technically, Pepsi and like Coke and but any type uh, of any type of sugary beverage and candy and yeah. But there comes a point where anything too it, much water. Like it's been a huge. <laughs> but my entire like, I don't smoke. I've never smoked in my life. Um, but it, that's probably like a parental thing, maybe too, because my parents didn't smoke or or drink or anything. Sure. And so I don't. Sure. Um. So I don't know why people still smoke nowadays, even though everyone, like, it, my entire life I've been told, don't smoke, it's bad for you, gives you cancer, and yet people still smoke. I think it's and the I, stress. I think it's probably stress. But somehow it, they must have gotten like into it, it, somehow. But, like, who, why, why would you take that first try? You know it's addictive. Yeah, probably secondhand, know? maybe. And, and you know it's, it's dangerous for you. Yeah. And yet people still take that first try. I always find that interesting. But it, it, with that same argument, if we bring it back to the conversation, it's like it's the same as a company being like, I could fire up this diesel generator or fire up this wind turbine. I'm firing up this diesel generator. It's cheaper. Now, how do you feel about if the taxes on the cigarettes went to healthcare? That type of stuff is different. There, there's like a weird... This is going to get start getting political. So like, <laughs> I, I'd like to like maybe switch. But like... Sure. It, it's Because we're just going to get into it. But like the I thing know, yeah. is, is like, is like there's, there, there's a fair argument in like... Let's just say I'm going to take it. I'm going to make a make a neutral point in like one to one. So if like 
if <coughs> smokers cost a cost the medical system, let's say it's it's like a government's provided medical system. If smokers cost the, gener- the that them more, then cigarettes being taxed and directly supporting the medical system to compensate makes sense. And that goes with anything, I would think. But see, this is that's what the carbon tax is doing as well, though. Ask, uh, I'm not going to say it. Andrew, no. Ask Andrew Shearer. Nope, nope, <laughs> not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. One last thing I want to point out is... Oh, here we go. He does have a punishment... Oh, here we go. ...for, for polluting too much. <laughs> okay. And he would not say that's a, that's a carbon tax. <laughs> he refused to call it a tax. <laughs> anyway, okay, let's move on, yeah. Um, so I hope... So I, the I wish, federal election. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so yeah, I hope this is a, a sign that these um, consoles at least become more uh, environmentally sustainable. That'd be great. Um, more good news: PlayStation Four crossplay is out of beta. Yeah. So it wasn't beta. We all thought they were going slow because it was like PUBG. Oh, this is uh, this is more of a stride now. Yeah. I forgot about this. Okay, this is more of a more announcements than just the price. Yeah. Uh, PUBG, uh, Fortnite, um, uh, Call of Duty. The new Call of Duty. Actually, I think it was announced for it. And a few other games in there as well had crossplay support. It's now out of beta, and I believe it's now available to any developer who wants to partake in it. So that's that's pretty big. However, I know some developers have said that it was easy, and I think even like who was it, Psionic for Rocket League, mm-hmm. they like accidentally turned it on one day. Oh yeah, they're like, oh like Jesus, like we forgot to ban this. Yeah, but Blizzard said that making Overwatch. Crossplay is harder than people realize. Probably esports. That's so it, why it differs depending on what company made the game or or how they set up their system and stuff. Well, with Fortnite, for example, that's why they that's why they had that like debate and then the eventual thing where I mean I'm not up to date, but when I when I kind of like teeter down my playing, it's like it was uh, the last thing that had happened was Switch got put into the mobile pool. Like there was like some switching. Uh, Switching around, <laughs> but there was like some uh, like moving of like moving around of like of like oh mouse and keyboard plays here. These guys play here. These guys play here by default. But then you can like opt in and be like okay, when everyone's playing together, if you have a switch player, what pool do you go into? Like there's like some of that discussion, right? But that's more esports than like I'm playing co-op. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I I'm yeah I'm more excited for the co-op aspect of it. Yeah. Because, like, we want to play Borderlands and stuff. and Red Dead, even, like, if someone's on Xbox or whatever, yeah. Adriano wants to go all PC. I still want to keep some attachment to the consoles just because I prefer the experience, right? Yeah. So, like, I would I would, I would, would kind of prefer to buy Borderlands on, on console just in case Marty ever wants to play it or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it would be nice to then play with Adriano, you know? Yeah. So uh, I hope a lot of games actually take advantage of this. And I think they will. They all, they've all wanted it. Because they want as many people to play with each other and have whatever experience they want. You know, it's just been Sony that's kind of been. Uh, it, it forces mm. the platform to. It forces the platforms to fight. Which is good for the consumer. Yeah. At the end of the day. Because it's like, why buy a PlayStation over this? You know what? You know what? You know, you know what they should fix on the freaking PlayStation and actually like focus on PlayStation 5 as a brief tangent? Maybe they should make sure their interface doesn't suck and doesn't lag. I'm super curious about that. Like, come on. What is the next OS going to be like? It's gonna suck probably because the cross media bar on the PS3 is pretty much what the PS4 is. I, you know what? I don't mind the cross media bar. I don't mind the layout. I mind when Just I the click the PlayStation button. You wait about forty minutes, <coughs> or it's like you click share, can't press save, gotta wait. And there's that real annoying thing where like you you go to the home screen and you go up to like the settings or whatever, and it brings you back to the the game tile. Oh, and, and it like, makes the noise like as if you press circle. It's like I didn't press circle. It's so infuriating. And it's, it's one of those things where, like, if any of these developers are actually using this console, they would experience that because I've experienced it a hundred times. Yep. And yet, it's still, it's persisted like since day one. I think. You well, know? it's one of those things where they're like, "Well, like, it may, it may be one of those things where it's like, well, we squeeze the performance we could." It's like, no, like, then do it. I don't want you to sound like a prick. Like, I know I'm not saying it's easy, but like, no. And these things need to be able to multitask a little bit better. They got eight gigs in there. Multitask, like what though? What are, you, what are you doing? Well, it's just it struggles to even to load the the menu. Though. Oh, that yes, I agree with that. I thought you wanted to like have two games and RAM or and, something. And what I heard though is like it has eight gigs, but it's like three of them are reserved for the OS. Like, what are you doing? And it's like, what do you need to reserve like sixteen for the OS? Like, Windows what's going on? Can like I don't know, but Windows ten now, but like the older Windows could run on like two gigs or less of RAM. But sixteen gigs on a on a PC is perfectly fine. You can, what's oh, you happening? Can, you can run multiple apps. You can just go to the 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 
the desktop whenever you want. I have a tablet, a Windows 10 Pro <laughs> tablet. has four gigs of RAM in it. And yeah. I forget it only has four gigs of RAM until I'm using Chrome usually. But it's like, what is going on here? This iPad is graphically as powerful as that Xbox One S. And it can multi-pass. I will say that the Xbox is smooth. You click the damn button and it loads. It's slow, though. There's, it's slow sometimes. Like I find it will but compensate. But I, ne- I never have it take me out of the freaking menu I was in, though. No, I don't. I don't actually find that it lags. Like I wouldn't say that it. And I have, I have an original launch day one. Though. It doesn't lag. You're right. But it's just slow to bring up the content and stuff. It's slow. I think. Th- I think actually, I think that might be your internet. And the reason why I say that is because I was I had slower internet, mm. and I felt the same way. And I don't feel that way at right. all. And yeah. I think that might be it. But the thing is, is like I will notice sometimes if I'm playing a more intensive game, if I press record clip. Doesn't lag or anything. I can keep playing, and then a couple, maybe like a minute later, sometimes it'll be like bloop, recorded. But it's like doing it, yeah, <laughs> do it in the background. Yeah, I've captured it now. Moving on with their lives, like yeah. So the, I, I'm really interested to see with the PS5. I, obviously, I think Microsoft's going to nail their next console because they're 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 a big hardware manufacturer. Oh now. yeah. And, and so I think they're going to really get nailed the next console. It's the Xbox Neo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two, two consoles oh, that man. unfold. Do you know how I'd buy that? Oh, yeah. yeah Jesus. I'd, be, I'd buy that. <laughs> uh, last story. Some bad news for Sony, uh, potentially. Um, comes with some GameSpot. Uh, or actually, this is just the tweet that Sony sent out. It is with great emotion that we announced that Worldwide Studios chairman Sean Layden will be departing SIE. Uh, his visionary leadership will be greatly missed. We wish him success in future endeavors and are deeply grateful for his years of service. Thanks for everything, Sean. Didn't tag him. No, I don't think they tagged him. And I don't think he mentioned was, anything, right? I heard there was no press release. There was no... Oh, okay. okay. I, I think his Twitter's gone dark. And the grease. I'm going, I'm, I'm going to his Twitter. I'm going to his Twitter right now. Sean Layden. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He retweeted something one day ago. Oh, so he has done something. He's he's just retweeting though. Congratulations to all the winners, a special shout out. What, I'm, not, what, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not gonna read his whole Twitter. What, here. I'm not what, gonna winners though. What winners of something? I don't oh. know. There's some sort of event. There's a picture of some sort of event. So I think I got a clearer idea of what his job was. I think he was the head of the. He's head of the Worldwide Studios, so he's head of he was head of their first party division of studios. Right. And so that's that's weird for him to be leaving. Now, I was listening to Podcast Beyond, and they were just talking about maybe it's the new console generation coming out next year. So maybe the, maybe this is just a time when he retires. He feels like he's accomplished. But like, why would to. you just say that? Like, hey, I had a really great time. I really enjoyed the PS4. I'm retiring. Yeah, that's what, that's what's <laughs> unusual. <laughs> like, but at the same time, it's like from my eyes, Sony's been operating pretty smoothly. And so what what could possibly be the reason that they would have either fired him or he would have left in disagreement with where the company was going or I have a theory. Yeah. My theory is is and and, and this is a theory is that I don't know whether he was fired or pushed out, but this is more of an involuntary leave like he's being pushed out in some way. And I would estimate that it's due to his and I don't know whether he's in charge of this. Again, this is all theory and speculation. That I would say that he, his plan for next gen wasn't up to par with Microsoft and probably just Microsoft and maybe Switch even. Maybe they have some date on that. And they were like, you're out of here, bud. Like you've driven us to this point and that other guy left too, Andrew House. He left a while ago. And, and but like, there, but was, like he there drove was a the reason, there was a reason why he got pushed out too. Oh, he got pushed out, but he's kind of, he talked about it though. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm trying to think. If I recall, now you might have to look this up, but I think it was something like the PlayStation was successful, but they wanted to be seeing more profits out of it. Oh, like he, he think he pushed it as far as he could, I assume. Like they, they they blamed him for not making it more profitable than it was. You see, this is the thing is I bet you what they what they did was they probably had like a meeting of some sort and or even several and they with 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 Sean and they were like, "What's your plan for this?" and he's like, "Well, like we don't have crossplay. They do. That we don't have a half decent offering in terms of subscription service we do mm-hmm. or like or they do we don't have like anything but like streaming but they have download and streaming coming and people don't really care you know about streaming yet and like microsoft also has the pcs <laughs> like they physically almost pretty much own the pcs and mm-hmm. in some cases do if it's the surface or something mm-hmm. right down to the hardware so it's like 
what do we have? Well, we have a box and a fl- a flail like a failing in electronics and in, like industry in general. Like who really buys? Like there's no buzz around a, bu- a bunch of Sony <laughs> like TVs and crap. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like who really buys a bunch of Sony electronics? I have a feeling that he got pushed out because of the plan. But I wonder if he was advocating for it because he kind of seemed like he was on the side of changing the PlayStation names, like the problems. He kind of seemed like he was he was not the one driving the anti crossplay game. Like it was that other dude that said like PlayStation well, is the best if, place to if play. If he was if he was the head of the studios, yeah. That's all the console business. Yeah. So I don't know if he has any say in that kind of stuff. But he would probably bring it up. Yeah. But what I'm wondering is that I wonder if he was the guy that got he was the guinea pig where they were just like or they he was like the guy that they threw everything to. And they were just like you didn't drive this stuff. Get out. I, I wonder know. if that was it. Uh-huh. And then he was just like, all right, that's it. Like, cause I, I could see him like from the limited amount of times <laughs> we see him on stage. Like I don't know him personally, mm-hmm. like, but I could see him pushing for the, like pushing for the names, which he did pushing for crossplay. I could see that possibly bringing up PlayStation now and being like, guys, fuck. And then like, he keeps bringing it up. Everyone's in denial, but they're above him. And then when it comes time, they'll just like, Sean, get out of here. You suck. <laughs> like you didn't do this, this and this get out. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. Well, I wish we could get more information on why he left, and we might not get it for years. It might, he, it might be, be just like an NDA thing. He'll be under NDA for a while, and um, yeah, who knows? That's why he's completely silent. It'll be interesting to see who they hire. Maybe. Not, yeah. not like I'll know the person, but... Just... Phil Spencer. <laughs> just wouldn't that out. be nuts? That'd be uh, nuts. That'd be, that'd, be, that'd be greasy, actually. It'd be like, what the frick? Like, what's yeah. going on here? Yeah. We have PlayStation Game Pass. <laughs> but he oversaw some great games, though, on, on the PS4. Sean? Yeah. So it's uh, a little bit troubling that he's leaving. I think he drove the studios to their high. Like, I would say that, like, the games perform... Like, I don't really play many first-party titles, but it seems to me that their quality has increased mm-hmm. a fair bit. Mm-hmm. What's we'll gonna happen? We're not gonna know. We're not gonna know. You know why? You know why? The, you know what fuels this conspiracy theory I have? The speculation I have is that is the fact that there were so many announcements around this time. It's almost like they're like, Sean, it, this is your fault. Get out now. Let's fix the PlayStation now. Let's fix the. You know what I mean? Like it kind of seems like that. Let me see if I can pull up the the Greg Miller tweets here. Oh no. Uh. <clears throat> okay. So he says this is Greg Miller from Kind of Funny. Uh, okay, Sean Layden leaving PlayStation. This is just me and my tinfoil hat. But this announcement is weird, right? A random tweet. He's not tagged. He doesn't have his own Twitter messaging yet. There's no press release from PlayStation. Uh, PlayStation loves press releases, apparently. Seems like this was... Uh, seems like if this was planned, there'd be one about spending time with family. This seems like we got to get something out. Maybe he took a job with a competitor. I know some jobs won't take, uh, oh. won't take two weeks to no- uh, notice in that case. You leave that day. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you get kicked out. Yeah. Um, the fact that the tweet is so positive about Sean makes me believe it's not some skeleton in his closet that led to the breakup. If it was and PlayStation found out, they wouldn't be so nice in the goodbye tweet. It'd be clinical. Well, there is there is a thing here, Will, where Pixelopus, P- Pixelopus, P-I-X-E-L-O-P-U-S. Okay, mm-hmm. on Twitter is saying like we owe Sean Layden so much, blah blah blah. Like there's more there, and they're quote retweeting the PlayStation tweet that's saying it's a great emotion that we announced that like he's leaving, and then Sean Layden replied to that with a, just a heart. So like he's acknowledging it. Oh, it sounds like this Jim Ryan guy is becoming the new uh, head. That sounds familiar. His name sounds familiar. He's he's the deputy um, president of um, Sony Interactive Entertainment. Okay. I, I, I still think he got pushed out. I think he, you know what it could have been? He, like the, the competitor does make sense. Like the competitor thing does make sense. Watch, he's going to come out in the Microsoft stage. Um, but Battletoads shirt on or something. Oh, fuck. He's probably working for EA now. Um, he's working for EA. That's it, man. But I wouldn't be surprised if he, maybe he quit. What if he just got like pissed off and like that's why he's not talking about it? He's like, you know what? I'm done with this. Like, you guys aren't listening to my ideas. I'm out of here. Maybe. Could have been that. Could be just that simple. And then they're just like, well, because then they feel bad. Like, oh, like we're sorry that he's leaving. And he's just like, I'm out of here, boys. It's got to be a struggle when you like, when headquarters is in Japan. 
yeah. with Sony, and he's probably working in the U.S. And there's probably a conflict there, you know. Well, when, there's a different, definitely a different like business ideals, like in every country. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Because they really wanted to hang on to like, no, we want our consumers to use our products. It's like, no, but everyone else is using everything. Like, well, you've, what I've noticed though was PlayStation has become more and more uh, Westernized or Americanized, more accurately. Because that's where a lot of the money is made. Yes. Um, most of their games now are Western developers making Western games, you know. And they've kind of they, they, there's not a lot of Japanese games that are too popular anymore on PlayStation. I think it's be, I think a lot of a lot of the Japanese um, people like the they like the uh, the mobile consoles, right? Like they like Switch and like a lot of the like because they actually are pretty social, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Like they kind of go out to, into their cities and stuff. Yeah. So like mobile gaming is like big over there. Yeah, they'll need like they and they and so are flip phones. <laughs> so like I think they I think they just prefer it because of the culture over there. They mm-hmm. prefer the I'm assuming I've been there. Yeah. Probably digging that switch light. <laughs> all right. I think that's all we got, man. That should be our query corner question. We should make up more conspiracy theories. No, I don't want <laughs> I don't like peddling <laughs> conspiracy theories. Just complete speculation no, the yeah. entire like, like a whole hour <laughs> yeah. of just speculation. Like what if he killed someone in the yeah. company? Like <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. All right, thanks for listening. Uh, me and Matt stream sometimes on the Twitch, twitch.tv slash Damon Patch Media. Yeah. Um and uh, thanks for sub- listening and subscribing on your favorite podcast channel. Available thing. on podcast. I almost said podcast beyond. I'm podcast everywhere. Uh, available on your favorite on most podcast apps, major podcast apps. Wherever you listen to podcasts, that sounds way better. That's way go. better. See, ya. peace. <laughs>